Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So I got a special guest in the building with me today, man. So I'm going to let him introduce himself and then we're going to get on with the show. What's going on, world? It's Tony Monk, uh, director for Exposure, CEO of Spot On Sports. Uh, I'm glad to be with my boy Tyler today. Yeah, man, I'm glad to glad to uh, get you on the show, man. Uh, you know, we kind of do something similar, running our own businesses, uh, young black entrepreneurs. So uh, I just wanted to, you know, bring you on the show to, you know, let you let's have a good conversation about, you know, what you do and, you know, how that could tie into just black excellence, bro. Um, so explain what SOS is and um, what you intend to do with it. Man, SOS, Spot On Sports. I call it the new wave of sports that is sweeping the nation where we're not just accurate, but we are spot on. Yes, sir. Spot On Sports is just a combination of uh, young, aspiring media hopefuls, you know, that that wanted to come together and really push a movement to be like the modern-day ESPN, be like NFL Network, uh, FS1, you know, most of the big sports shows. You Mm -hmm. see, I wanted to kind of create that, but give – minorities, uh, especially obviously African Americans, black people a chance to have a platform where they can come to to work on their craft uh, be able to make mistakes yeah. be able to grow with other like-minded people just like themselves um, you know it's, it's it's just been incredible it's just, it's just the journey to kind of see a bunch of individuals just really come in uh, us and my, my guys, the Car Smith man, big shout out to him and you know the best thing that he's really been to myself and cause he's been with me since the jump since yeah. I was doing monk spotting and we talked it over it's just kind of uh you know making spot on sports out we've been doing this for about three years now and it's just you know it's been incredible with the journey so far okay that's what's up man um so how how did all of this come about what was your what was your thought process what was your plan and like what did you do to get spot on sports to where it is today? <laughs> it's a crazy story bro again we was me as a car we was doing uh a little sports show in Houston, Texas. I went to Texas Southern University. I'm a broadcast journalism major. Graduated from there in 2015. We did Monk Spot for about a year and a half, maybe two years. It got a little traction, you know, locally with people we used to go to school with, you know, friends and family. They would post, share, all that stuff. So they knew what we kind of had going on. And I eventually moved back to Dallas to kind of seek other opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, like, I was doing, like, a little small radio show at KKEIFM with Tony Keith. And uh, I had TNT Ballers Nation, that sports show there. I was doing that with Terrence, and then I ended up doing it with Bruce, who's with SOS now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, you know, literally with this story, and I'm going to try to keep it short, but I was driving. And I literally called the car, and I was like, hey, bro, let's, like, how do we expand what we're doing with Monk Spot? Because he was still in Houston at the time, and I was here. And we would try to record it, but it was just never the same. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard to keep something like that going when the two people who was around for it aren't around anymore. And he was like, how are we going to start a team? And I'm like, I don't know, but we're going to try somehow. And so we, I actually posted on Facebook saying, like, hey, I'm stopping Monk Spot. It's kind of going like a hiatus. I'm going to, like, re- me and Zakari are going to rebrand the whole entire thing. And we're going to, like, like, really try to come back with something new. Like, that was just, like, a leap of faith because mm-hmm. we really didn't even know how we were going to do that because he was still in Houston at the time. Been there. Been right. there. <laughs> so, a young lady named Devondria, she she came out and was like, hey, I want to help y'all kind of rebrand it. I told the crowd, like, you know, we've been knowing him for a long time, but, you know, you just can't bring anybody on. Yeah, so yeah, was yeah. Like, you sure? And he was like, hey, like, let's just go for it. So she kind of hopped on, and then a good friend of mine who I kind of came up with named uh, Chris, he jumped on too. And we were in Denton, Texas, bro, at TWU. 
in a dance studio. And we were sitting, it's empty, it's empty. And we were sitting there throwing around names for a sports show. And we was just like, that's, you know, that's how we came up with Spot on Sports. Yeah. But the only question was, how are we going to get individuals to drive an hour from Dallas to Denton just to do a sports show for one hour? Mm-hmm. And that's, that became the problem. So I'm stressing about that. And then Zakari calls me once and uh, he's like, hey, I got this guy named Brent who knows a guy named Danny, <laughs> uh, who is the CEO here at Exposure. And he's like, uh, he wants to, you know, he want to meet you and see what your show is and all this stuff about. So I'm like, okay. So I go to this building. It's, he's downtown at this time. I go in and um, he's, you know, he's ecstatic. He's like a walking computer, bro. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I'm thinking it's downtown though. So you got to pay rent. Yeah. $800 an hour or something. I'm like, man, yeah. I don't have that money right now. I'm just working in rep support for a little, uh, finance company or whatever the case is so i go in and i sell basically i showed them what monk spot was showing the little production little green screen stuff we had in it and um he ends up saying basically he said man if you can kind of show me some things with production you can use this space for free and i'm like for free i'm like that's crazy and so and so i told i tell the car that and it just made us feel a lot better and then I called Quincy Jones. Quincy was coming, graduated from Texas Southern at the time. Uh, he was a videographer. Me and him worked on a senior project together, and I okay. needed someone who was going to shoot the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay. I know Zakari again, but again, he's not here. So I'm, I called Quincy. I'm like, hey, are you coming back home after you graduate? He's like, yeah. He comes back, and I gave him basically kind of his first gig coming back into town. And then one after another, more and more and more and more individuals started coming in. I lost some people along the way who got kind of first started with it and stick with them much like anything in life, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it yeah, happens. Right, and it happens. And then, um, you know, we're we're just uh, this is an incredible team. Now we have over about 20-plus individuals, and we've just been moving. We're covering, you know, uh, high school sports. We make our own content just like you would see on ESPN. Uh, you know, we have writers, uh, you know, reporters, just the whole nine yards. We're just really building this out to just really be something where – if you're coming out of school and you didn't have that opportunity or or maybe you didn't go to school at all, but you've always wanted to be like Stephen A and mm-hmm. Shannon and all those guys, we'll come to Spot on Sports and we'll work to get you to be the type of broadcaster you want to be. And, and I tell my team, if y'all want to go off somewhere, if you want to go off somewhere to go to a bigger market or something like that and you're leaving SOS, that's fine as long as I know we were able to help you get from point A to point B. Yeah, for sure, because that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about, bro. Uh, and... Talk about a leap of faith, bro. Uh, I did the same thing with my show. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, just sitting, brainstorming with people like, dang, I need to find, figure out a way to better brand myself. Because yeah. I feel like uh, as black people, bro, in society, we kind of, we already at the bottom. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They already put us on this totem pole and they start us at the bottom. And it's like we can we continuously trying to work our way up. So we gotta find the next best thing to be like, okay, how can I, how can I get to where I want to be? You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and it's like, what can I do to get there? Yeah. And so with this, with my podcast, I was just like, okay, at first it started as you know it was a hobby. I was on here like shooting the shit with people. Uh, we talking about different issues, but then I started to see like it gained some traction out in San Marcos because that's where I went to school out of Texas State. And I was like, okay, like people want to, people starting like, oh, like I listen to your podcast, bro. Like I want to come on, like let's let's link, let's talk about this, that, and the third. So it really, you have to get this business mindset to be like, okay, like how are you benefiting my show? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
we can't just be on this whole just talking about oh these hoes ain't shit like relationships yeah, yeah, like yeah. these hoes dumb like we got to talk about some shit that's worth something mm-hmm. we got to talk about something mm-hmm. that's of substance mm-hmm. so i started to really tap into like okay like different issues that's going on in the world like yeah you know you could be you could be funny but like it's also stuff that us black that black people we really kind of don't see right or we act like we don't see right. it and my with my um my slogan is like real raw and uncut so i say shit that you know maybe me and you will chop it up about like in private yeah but nobody will say that shit on the air you know right. what i'm saying because right. it's like oh like you talking about that and people love that and that's what that's what attracts people to the podcast so now it's like continuing to build um and continuing to you know just expand because you don't want to stay in the same spot when you're doing something like we doing Nah, nah, and that was that was the biggest thing. It's like how how is how is this not generic? Yeah. To what everything else is doing, and and I think the easiest thing to do is always music, clothes, or some you know around fashion and yeah, 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 yeah. It's like who is going to do something different that nobody else is able to do? And so I think both of us kind of accomplishing that, you know, SOS and definitely with your podcast too, man. Yeah. So what do you um? What are some things that you do to try to stand out from other people that are trying to build a sports marketing company or, you know, start their own brand. Well, here's the incredible part about that. I think I can actually look around, and and my guy, Zakari, will probably say the same thing. I don't believe that there's no other spot on sports. Mm-hmm. I think people, and it's no shade, I love your podcast, bro, no, no shade there, but I think when people look at sports, that's the easiest thing they say they can start. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me just start this podcast. Like, to me, when I picture that, it's like the bald-headed guy who just didn't make it. Yeah. He's 40 years old, sitting there for trying to talk about why the Ravens didn't do something. Or whoop de whoop. Yeah. And he just got like a little small number of people watching. I said, no. When I was watching, uh, when I was doing my thing with Monk Spot, and we started making shows, I was doing game day matchups. I was doing little small news segments. And I was like, this seems kind of easy. Mm-hmm. You just pick up your camera and you just film it. And me and Zakari learned how to use green screen stuff. He taught himself how to edit on my behalf. And, you know, I was like, wow, you know, this can be something different than just some podcast. Yeah. Like, okay, my next step was, well, what is it for us to go cover high school games? How can we bring more people in and just do more segments? And then in within that, we include podcasts, mm-hmm. SOS Nation, uh, Sports on Lock, those, different, those two podcasts that we do have. But we still have other shows on top of that. My point is actually SOS Discussions that we can just really run. Uh, that's on a weekly basis and really be like an actual network. So no one's no one's expanded this far to say, oh, we're doing just more than just this little simple 30-minute podcast. Exactly. Like, no, we're hitting many different things. Broadcasters are able to interact with each other. Reporters are able to go off. We set up live. Like, we do just so many different Social media. Social media. And, and, shout out and, to me on shout the Shout out to Tom. <laughs> and, and I was going to say, and I, I, I didn't want to be like super impromptu because I am on your podcast, but obviously it's all good, bro. you're running on social, bro. And uh, obviously you've been incredible since you jumped on with us, man. Uh, and, and you helping us establish that that diversity uh, as far as what can we do. Obviously, you know, we had a couple meetings in the past and you're developing some things as far as what we can do weekly on our social. But those are one of them things where yeah, we say, yeah. Look at what Bleacher Report is doing. Mm-hmm. Look at what uh, Sports Center is doing on Twitter or on Instagram. And if you go click on somebody's podcast, they're not doing that. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah, they're, they're not showing different clips and all this stuff. Like, we're doing those things. And I think that's kind of what's going to separate us, you know, from everybody else. So, big shout out to my boy Tyler. Already, I, I, I didn't want to leave him out. I swear already, I already. It's all good. 
And uh, like with podcasts, bro, I feel like, and with Spot On Sports, bro, it's two things that come to mind when I think of that is longevity and sustainability, bro. Like, I feel like those are the two things you have to have in order to run something like this. Because like you said, anybody can go out and start a podcast. You don't really need much. Mm -hmm. You need a phone or a mic, a laptop, and just able to put your shit on a streaming service, bro. And which you got that at your your hands, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay... I know several people that started a podcast. The market is kind of saturated for podcasts right now. So everybody wants to, you know, oh, yeah, I'm going to start a podcast. I'm just going to talk about this and talk about that. And, that and, and, and I've interrupted that. Like, that's one of the things that I thought about. And the first thing that I told my team long before the rest of the I had came, I was like, and I'm glad you said real raw and I cut so I can actually. Yeah, yeah, bro. Free. Get, in, get I into them, it. I told them, I said, let's not be a bunch of niggas. That came up with an idea, and after the first year, we're looking back like, damn, remember when we did SOS? Yeah. yeah we was doing like, I said, hell no. Nah. Like, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I don't want to do that because for me. What could have been. Yeah, it's just a what could have been. Like, be I was story. like, we have something, and I've, I've learned over the years that the, the concept of this is so powerful that it draws so many different individuals in, much like yourself, much like Trey and Jermaine and all of them and Sequoia and them, where uh, they come in and say, can I get. The biggest question is, can they get this somewhere else? And I can literally say without them filling out a job application, no. Yeah. Because everybody, some people may have an aspiration to start a podcast or do sports, but they don't want to deal with the, the... What comes with it. What bro. comes with yeah. it. Oh, I got to make sure I do this. Oh, I got to make sure I have this stuff. Do I have the right equipment? Instead, come with us. I can make this out for you, give you this platform, give you this stuff that already has it, and all you have to do is just come in and just do your work. And then, exactly. then you're good for, you know, to see the future. Because with a podcast, bro, it's like, if you want to go somewhere, you can't just, I mean, I don't, I can sit and talk to myself for mm-hmm. an hour and, you know, I could, I got a lot of stuff that goes through my head, bro. I do a lot. So I got, I've experienced a lot. So I got a lot of shit to talk about, right. but it goes into like, okay, like who can I bring on my show that somebody would be interested in listening to some a conversation that we would have? How, how is that shit interesting to someone else? Right. Because that's who matters the audience. Because that's what you're trying to bring in. And then it gets really good when people hitting you up like, hey, I want to come on your show. Yeah. Like, let yeah. me talk about this on your show. Let me let me uh, talk about my brand on your show. So I'm helping you out. You helping me out. Mm-hmm. So it, it comes into, that comes into play. So it's really like, you got to continue to grow with what you building. All you know right. what I'm saying? For sure. Um, For sure. And that shit ain't easy, bro. Because there's been a lot man. of times where I've been like, <laughs> bro, I got to go to school. I got to do this, I got to do that, and I got to try to run my podcast, you know what I'm saying? I used to worry so much about that when I was working, like, man, how am I really going to do this show in the evenings or whatever, and I'm here at work, and, like, uh, you know, my main people are probably doing their own jobs, like, how do you make this flexible around their own schedule exactly. so they can come in and do this, and, like, there have definitely been times throughout the last couple of years where I've lost team around or the team has seemed down, or it has, has it has just seemed as upbeat as it usually was. And I think that's stuff that you just deal with as a growing entity or mm-hmm. a growing company. Like, you have to find a way to keep everybody engaged. And that's that's why I put it, like, I'm a creator. Yes. And I, and I, think, I, I, yes. Find, I think I can actually say that now that I have something like SOS, and I, I get up and I look at it because I was, you know, I'm, I'm an aspiring broadcaster still. I want to be an anchor. I want to be out there on the field doing my thing or in the behind the uh the desk on TV, mm-hmm. you know, doing those things. But, and, you know, God sometimes has other plans for you, but I can actually sit back from my own creation 
and watch other people be on it and watch other people do it and watch other people really like carry this thing forward yeah. while I can work on other areas uh, and just see, okay, what's the next thing we got to do? What's the next thing we got? And not worry about, man, I hope they hold it down on the show this week. I hope they takes as good this week. I hope they, you know, got it together and they're presentable and they're this and they're that. And they and it's crazy to see them take it into their own now where, you know, you see it sometimes we're in a group chat and they discussing, I we should do the segment like this. Yeah, we yeah. Do it like that. Or I think we should better like they bring that up in the match. Without music. you having even Without to be me there. ever having have to yeah. say it. Like I added two we added two guys recently, uh, Wayne and uh and Xavier to go to Bowie State in Maryland. And, you know, I put them on a podcast and I sat with them the first time and I did it. And then the very, like, when they ran it, they ran it back to me with a bunch of stuff that they needed to work on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, it's crazy. Like, I didn't have to do that for them. Exactly. But that, that's also a reason why I created SOS was to say, you guys come into this platform and work on your crafts. Like, work on your stuff. What do you need to do to get better? And I will help along the way. I'm still learning myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've only been... And we all, we all right, are. We all are. We all are. Yeah, I've only been a director for, like, six, seven months already. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm doing well for myself, but that's one of the things where I'm still learning. And as I learn, I can show it to them. But it's also them to have the, to need to have that willingness to get better. Like, I tell them, when you're not recording, what are you doing away from here? Are you watching your people who, who inspire you? Are you watching people who... Who you think I can model myself or, mm-hmm. or just kind of not mm-hmm. be a carbon copy, but, you know, follow them and be like, oh, let me try to develop some type of style that they have. And, you know, use that when I come back to SOS, I'm this type of person or I'm, I'm, I'm a lot better. And Tony didn't have to, you know, micromanage everything to make sure something was going right with me. So, you know, I, I, I definitely appreciate everybody for that. And it's funny that you said, like, modeling something, modeling after, like, looking at the people that you kind of want to be mm-hmm. like or that you see that are doing something that yeah. you're doing. Mm-hmm. And because, obviously, I do that shit, too. Like, I'm a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast, mm-hmm. 85 South Show. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at Joe Rogan sometimes, but I ain't really rocking with him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no no shade to Joe Rogan, though, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, I was listening to one episode of the Joe Budden podcast, and he was like, shit, I was doing this shit for four years before I even started making money. Mm. And so... I'm just like, damn, like, yeah, I'm making a little money off of little sponsorships and shit like that, but it's like, okay, how can I... How can I grow this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I like his setup. Like, he had his partner crib. It's real homey. Like, it seemed real organic. It ain't nothing like, oh, we got this big fancy studio. It's just good content. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And that's what people want. They want good content. They can sit in front of a camera for two, three hours and post a video on YouTube and a million people watching that shit. Right. And it's just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? That's what what I want to get at. I want to have... I want to have the platform to where I'm just like, oh, okay, like, we sitting down, we doing this. But yeah, um, I just I just want to get get into that, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, like how can I do that? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Uh, that that's the hard part. And and I learned a while back, and I always thought, no, it's the way you're showing, it. it's the way it's got to like look, and it's got to be this way and this way. But it's it's not the content; it's just your delivery. Yeah. Like it's what you're talking about really good. Then you can set up in the house. Yeah. You can set up just behind some regular plain desk and just do your thing. Exactly. As long as, when people catch, when people listen to you, like what are they hearing in the first five seconds? It's mm-hmm. gonna make them want to watch the other minute of it. Yeah. I used to tell them coming up in this, I was like, guys, we can throw all the edits in, and Quincy and his car can make it look like this, and make it swoosh and graphics come in, and fly in, and highlights and stuff. But I was like, what y'all do 
and what y'all talk about is what's going to keep them mm-hmm. coming. It's what's going to make them subscribe. It's what's going to make them follow. It's what's going to make them want to keep up with SOS. Not what we showing them. Because the graphics we showing them, they see that on TV anyway. Yeah. Like they, they got the higher equipment. This, this is the bare minimum that yeah. I'm giving to y'all because I know this is what we have to have. Exactly. To, if we want to call ourselves a sports network. But regardless, when you're talking about a certain team like or, or certain uh, trending topic in sports, like how, do you, how are you sounding? Like mm-hmm. people love Stephen A., because he's loud, he's boisterous, and he might piss people off. But that reason he pisses people off is why people will come back and listen to him. People love Shannon because he's a nigga. He's, he's he a is nigga. a nigga. Like, yeah, bro. he got the mouths and the yeah. gag. And but you still see he keeps a professional. Exactly. And like he's he's always going to carry himself that way. But he knows he's a personality. Exactly. And that you have to have that personality. And that's what that's what so many people tell me. They like, yeah, bro, we like the we like the content. We like hearing your voice. Mm-hmm. We like the the change of picture voice when something is funny. Right. When you are talking about this, when you are talking about that, they. But then they like, we want to see your face. Yeah, you know they what I'm saying. We want to see your can. face. We want to see what you look like when you saying this. When you mention somebody else's name. When you are talking about this topic, like we want to see how you look yeah. because that's giving us like, okay, when he says that, he looking like this, and I'm like, I I feel it. I really feel it. But I'm just like. Okay, where can I where can I set my shit up like that to be you know to give off that effect you know what right, I'm saying and right. that's where that's where it starts to become difficult and that's where you really have to you know if you are creative or you a creator that's when you have to start thinking like one and doing like, like one, one. like we acting like one when we first when, we, when I first started this whole sports thing just YouTube and I I had came, I had graduated from school at the time this was back in 2015. And I had a, I had a, like a mock interview, I believe, with the executive producer from Fox, and I'm also a freelancer there. And we sat down, and I was a writer. I was writing for the, uh, the for the Herald there at the school, TSU Herald. And I sat down, like, yeah, I got my stuff that I can write. And I'm trying to interview to do broadcasting. Yeah, we're writing stuff. He was like, hey, do you have any audio? Do you have any like reels? And I'm like, no, I don't have this stuff. Now, in times at school, I was working a lot, mm-hmm. and so. It's not that I didn't take it as serious, and I'm I'm going to get to where the creativity part steps in at. But I was just like, man, how am I going to like pursue sports now that I'm like out of school? Because opportunities lessen and lessen. Like exactly, taking those bro. internships. So when we started Monk Spot. We we went to Walmart, and it's just where the creative part comes. If you really want to do this, you're going to find a way to do it. Mm-hmm. We went and got green screen, green sheets, cut them like six inches apart. We, we tacked them on the wall. We had like. Two like milk crates, a cooler, a broken table, and a jar of change and a selfie stick. And we stuck an Android phone in there and we shot like over 60 videos. Like some that, ne- that never even made it out because we may have messed up on something we were growing at that time. But we found a way to be creative to make it yeah. seem like that's how it looks if I was kind of watching it on TV. And then you kind of expand that with even Zoom, right? Because mm-hmm. SOS is doing a lot of its shows through Zoom. The stuff that a lot of production places are making Zoom do is not even meant to do that stuff. Yeah. But you record your thing, you do it on Zoom, and you pray, like put graphics around it and stuff, and then you boom, you shoot it out, and it's the like, simplest thing. Because that's what that's what a lot of the bigger podcasts are doing. Like if you look at um, what's his name, Stephen Jackson and mm-hmm. Matt Barnes with all the smoke, no, bro. Smoke. Like they couldn't even yeah. they when they couldn't link up with each other to do their podcast, they was on some uh Zoom call or yeah. whatever and yeah. doing their show interviewing these big time athletes because yeah. they were big time athletes. Yeah. But a lot. What people don't understand is that it only takes one person to notice you, bro, for that's you it. to take off. That's it. For you to take off. And that's why when the shit gets hectic, when you get frustrated, bro, you can't quit. Nah. That's what I that's what I learned doing all this. It's like it's been plenty of times where I'm like, bro, 
how am I finna keep doing this shit with life hitting me? You know, life coming at me like... And, yeah. and, and I don't think I've ever had that feeling like I wanted to ever quit. There was one time, and it was actually... And you're on the team, so I'm actually telling you this. The car will probably twist my neck around for actually saying it. But the only one time I ever wanted or thought about quitting was after we did a Super Bowl event. Uh-huh. And, you know, I had got some disturbing news as far as people who didn't think that, hey, we'd be able to pull this event off. And me and Zakari had kind of a lot more on our plate than we anticipated. Yeah. And we we planned, but we didn't plan as well as we could have. And that was kind of my first opportunity to be like, this is what SOS can do, or this is the crowd we can, we can bring in. And obviously, marketing being it's a, such a hard thing to do because sports is saturated. It's yes. a million and one sports shows yes. out here. And though you try to be different with SOS, this the first thing you and I do Tyler, most time, honestly, we get up in the morning and we watch Stephen A. Yeah. We watch first take, we watch Skip and Shane. And it's yeah. like, how are you going to get these people to watch a lot of sports? But we did at this event and we had people come out, but we were what we were trying to do in the building we were using, honestly, we were here at Exposure at the time. And they allocated a lot of money as far as food and like dreams and all that stuff. And it was just a lot more than we anticipated. And when we got the money back, saying, hey, they made this much back, they actually lost money. And, you know, that kind of got to me a little. I'm like, man, you know, we really pushed to try to mark this out as best as we could. Mm-hmm. And the team may have felt like we should have probably got more assistance outside, but that kind of wasn't going to be the case. So, honestly, I went back, and I started thinking, like, man, I'd give myself probably a couple more months or maybe the rest of the year or something. If I don't, if I don't make it happen, like, I, I didn't want to be that person that just wasted everyone's time. You know, but yeah, I, I, sure. I also feared me turning around and having to tell all of y'all, hey, I, I tried. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. You know, I know y'all put a lot of time into this, but SOS is is done. But it was actually my cousins. When I told them, man, they actually chewed me out. They oh, was yeah. like, Tony, you, you need not. that sometimes, man, too. Man, they you said, Tony, that. you better not. You better not. <laughs> like, my cousin always said she was going to start talking to me. <laughs> I was like, what you mean you going to start talking to me? She was like, Tony, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna message you no more if you quit SOS because you really got something going, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, me as a car, we talk about all these things so much. And it's just us just having to sit down and just breathe a minute. Yeah. And you take L's, bro. L's bro. happen. Failure happens. And it's you are gonna come across some upsets, bro. Maybe even more than your success. More than success. Yeah. Man. And it's so many L's you gotta take for that one dub to be just so much more significant. Yeah, bro. I done took hella L's, mm-hmm. especially with. First starting out, like when I start, I started like hosting events on campus. Yeah. I remember the first event that I had. Um, it was like a battle of the sexes event. Mm-hmm. So I did it with this girl. She also had a podcast, and like I got a flyer made. You know, in college, bro, undergrad. If nobody knows, like you broke. Yeah, I was broke. Yeah, like I was. <laughs> I was working at the. I was working at the rec, bro, and I um. At the time, I think I was a supervisor. Yeah. So, like, we had, like, attendant, supervisor, then manager. I didn't become a manager until the summer I was going to graduate. So, I think I was a supervisor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to host this event. So, I'm getting, we getting paid twice a month. I'm getting, like, a $400 check. Oh, like, no. yeah. Oh, and so, I'm like, okay, <laughs> I, I got to get a flyer made. Probably we run through that in, like, two weeks. Yeah, I got to get a flyer made and the flyer 50 bucks. And I'm like, damn, bro, I got to spend a 50 bot. Well, the girl went half with me, so she went 25. I got 25. So it was like, okay, cool. We got the flyer made. The flyer was crazy. Posted the flyer on Twitter. I already had a big following. So people was like, and people at Texas State fucked with me. I was very well known. Yeah. So they was like, okay, like, we pulling up. 
bet this something where we get to talk we get to say how we really feel it's better little sexes like oh i know tyler gonna be saying some shit like it ain't gonna be no professors around no adults yeah, yeah, gonna, gonna like, yeah so i'm like okay bet so you know people show love you know I, my roommates pull up all my homeboys pull up everybody you know pull up so you know i'm just i got the mics i'm passing the mic around it's really like on some 85 south show type yeah, shit yeah. like you know what i'm saying and i'm like damn people fucking with it so that was that was a big event for me uh i got my partner to record it never posted the videos because i don't know how to edit them hoes <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just got that shit in my I google drive it. but you know it's just something that i could look back on like damn okay i really went from doing this to doing that then i had another event that one didn't go so well it was like five people but they really didn't want to participate in the quest and answering the questions so i'm like okay you know what i'm saying but like I said, bro, you're going to take some L's uh, and things are going to happen. Like, I had big plans to, when I graduated, to come back and, like, go on tour, essentially. Oh, man, yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, bro, I'm, I'm at UNT now in grad school. I'm finna go to UNT, try to book book a room so I could bring bring out a crowd there and do, like, a little live show. Go to UTA, yeah. do that same yeah. thing, you know, hit all, the, hit all the little schools and try to do that. COVID hit. Oh, oh, man. Didn't work out like that. So it was like, all right, damn. But, yeah, you definitely going to take some L's, but you really got to find your your reason why that you're doing something. Yeah. And consistently think about that. Like, whenever you whenever you get down on your luck, bro, and you feel like, damn, how am I going to keep going with this shit? You got to feel like, shit, this is why I'm doing it. Yeah, though. and I didn't, I didn't wake up, bro, and say, oh, I want to start a business like, Oh, bro. It, it transformed into that. Bro. And, like, <laughs> I didn't ask for 20 people. Like, no, nah, I would tell anybody that all day, every day. But I, I'm very proud of and grateful for what I have. But those are one of the things where you like, this happened for a reason. Yeah. For whatever that reason is, I always, I always say with SOS all the way to the end or wherever that end may be. I, I can't, for me, I can kind of see result of situations or mm-hmm. whatever people I deal with. But for SOS, it's... It's one of the things I can't see. Like I don't, I don't know where that stopping point is. I don't know how far that's gonna go. And and that's not to say anything like, oh, it's just gonna turn out bad. But it's just like, maybe if I can't see how far this is going, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe it's great that I I I have an envision. Cause I think I, I I've been out of the driver's seat as far as where SOS is going for probably the last year and a half now. Like I had the first part of it mapped out. Like oh, we were gonna do A B C D. And Takari knows like we accomplished that stuff. But afterwards, it's the way it started going was like I'm not even in control of this anymore. Yeah, and it's just it's, it's literally God at this point that's just getting get us from point A to point B. And that that's how I feel, bro. Like I got three businesses, bro. Like I got the podcast, and I like you said, I didn't wake up and be like, oh shit, I want to be an entrepreneur, bro. I want I want to have my own. Like yeah, I want to have my own shit, but I was like, I didn't I didn't I didn't wake up and be like, oh, I want to run this. I want to do that. You got the like, personal training thing, now. bro. I just started that, and I, I always wanted to be I wanted to be a personal trainer. Like I wanted to get my uh my certification yeah. when I was graduating from undergrad, but like I was taking four classes uh in the summertime, right. and shit, that was gonna be an extra class. I wasn't yeah. trying to do that. So I was just like, I was, and this is crazy because I was working, like when I got, when I graduated, I started working at a gym and I was working front desk and I was like, man, I want to be a trainer. That was like, well, um, it was like, you know, do you have, like, did you play sports or anything? I was like, yeah, I play sports. I play basketball. It was like, well, you could train some, you could train. If people come in and want to train their, their uh, kids for basketball, you know, you could do that. We got to go here, uh, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. So 
I'm working front desk. I'm like, okay, let me just milk the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, they telling me to go back in the gym, to look at stuff, to do this, to do that. Let me see what they doing. You know, I, I got a membership for free so I can work out here. <clears throat> so it's like, okay, let me see how these trainers do things. Yeah. And take that and get build my own brand. And that's what I did. And when you see, when you see shit grow and you see, like, where you came from to get something, you like, damn, if I could, if I came from this to get here, like, oh, why can't I keep yeah. going up? You know that's what I'm saying? It. Why can't I keep going? Why can't I keep going up? And then, like I just said, like I was telling you earlier, like, I got the Airbnb going too. Mm-hmm. And I just started that. And it's just like, see, you got to spend money to make money, bro. Money to make money. You got to hey, spend hey, money to make money, yeah, bro. Yeah, my car always tell me that all the time. Be like, bro, we got to start doing it. Like, all right, but because, you know, you can't, you can't try to think your way around everything. Sometimes yeah, you bro. just gotta put that green to it and like produce more green. And yeah, this is basically what it is. So, so when you when you accomplish something like when you mapping out your goals and when you accomplish one or when you accomplish multiple goals or multiple you know multiple things that you jotted down for yourself, like what do you do? Like what is that process like? Oh, uh, I'm I'm all like I'm terrible at putting pen to paper. Matter of fact, it's probably because of SOS and directing that I had to do more of that yeah because a lot of what i think of it goes in it's in my head and i'm I'm such a broad thinker like i think of an idea in a way to do it boom 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 and then we just kind of like i talk out oh this is the process Mm -hmm. and thankfully i have zakari i have you quincy to for y'all to be like all right tony let's do it like this or let's try it like like i see your idea like you know what i wanted to do for social media yeah like after a while it was like oh you came with the idea saying Maybe we should do this thing weekly. Like, cool. I can look at SOS itself and was like, well, I thought of this. Mm -hmm. I thought of this concept. Let me get people in here who can help me think in other areas where I may not be thinking. And that's where I think my initial plans come into place because my plans are y'all's plans as y'all's plans are my plan. Mm -hmm. So it's Tyler thinks of this for social. All right. That's that's our plan for SOS. Yeah. But that's also something he he was able to come in and look at the plan that I had and say, all right, let's structure this out more. Let's detail this out more to make it make sense. And that's just kind of my thing with that. Like I'm just a big idea guy. Uh, I, I'm always I'm all, and I'm being honest. Like I'm always want to be all over the place, despite where it's, what SOS may look like. And that's why I I do my best to bring in the individuals that can condense things more. They can be more straightforward with the way we got to move and think so I, ho- I hope that answers the question when i said yeah that. for sure and i mean one thing you learn when when doing business when running something like this is that you can't do everything by yourself no bro. and i tried that man I, I was i had that so bad when i first started uh and that was just me learning how to be in leadership yeah uh, and you I cannot guess that's, do everything and, no by yourself. you can't man and that was that was like and i think it was i think this whole leadership thing is like Probably genetic, because my dad is a pastor, pastor his own church. My mom is a nurse manager, so she runs a whole hospital. And I, maybe it was always meant to be for me to just run something, but it was me because I was the only person that had the plan and knew how it should have went. Mm-hmm. It's like Tony, you can still tell your other members what you, which how you, how it's supposed to go, so they can catch on and help you, so that they'll know what you need to do. And obviously, bringing more sports-minded people in, like Tyler, you watching enough sports, you can totally talk sports, and so you know enough. We're looking at other people's socials to be like, hey, we need to do these things. Yeah. And then we, you know, we try to follow that rubric as best as possible. But I know now, like, I don't have to run all the social with myself. I don't have to be on here recording. I don't have to do all the editing. Like, let me break these, let me break all of my responsibilities down to other people. 
that way it's not too much on them and mm-hmm. it's not too much on me but i still want to be of help in all of these areas as well but let me let those people who want to take these roles take those roles yeah and those leadership positions bro are not easy no nope. come they come with a lot and when running when running your own business when running your own entity it's like damn okay I'm really the ring leader, you know what I'm saying? And I have to delegate these tasks or these things to these people. Or it won't, or it won't move unless you're moving it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, okay, like how how can I get this to the people? How can I reach the people by not being an asshole? Basically. Oh, man, that's, that's just been my biggest thing. Like, because it's no secret we don't. SOS is trying to get into that ground where it's getting its own revenue. Mm-hmm. It's no secret that none of us actually receive payment from the work that we do. Although I think it's enough where everybody is able to handle it, but we're not receiving anything back. But it's also saying, okay, if if I know that's the case, let me make let me have this where I know Tyler does. You make that conscious decision every day to get up and get on SOS Twitter and tweet. You know about uh, uh, topics or whatever is coming up, or, or or news and all that stuff. You know, Zakari, Quincy, everybody makes that conscious decision to get up and keep doing it. And it's like, all right, so we're running out sweat equity and passion at this point. Exactly. But also, I know this this isn't something that's going to be a forever thing. I tell y'all in the meetings, like I'm not trying to just have y'all doing this forever. I want to get to that place where I can be like, hey, Tyler, here's X amount of dollars for this. And you want to get paid too, shit. And I, yeah, I want to get paid. And, that's, and I'm always like the last person I think about. Like, obviously. And I think that's how a lot of leaders have to think. Like, you have yeah. to be the last you think about it. Like, you're going to receive your blessing from what you created at the end. Mm-hmm. Once you've gotten everybody else situated. Because the team that you have in place is the team that you kind of want. Like, I want all of y'all to be around for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. Whether that's the case or not, it's obviously going to be up to time. And what I do in that time frame. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, we're coming into year four, and that's why I think COVID really took a lot away from that. Mm-hmm. And I think it took a lot away from everybody. And I think the team, including yourself, has been, has noticed that and it was like, all right, we know we couldn't do everything yeah, a yeah. sports show would be able to do because it's a killer pandemic outside. Like, my, my biggest thing is how do I keep them doing work but don't kill them in the process <laughs> I'm not paying because COVID, COVID is no joke it's bro. no joke like, I don't want them to die need all my members go away for whatever the, the, you know the case is so I'm like man how do I think around it you know stuff like Zoom comes around where they're able to be home and, and do the work and thankfully we're all able to still communicate with each other with group chat and all that stuff but yeah like that's just that's just so huge and me having given y'all this work and really just really answer your question that you asked how do I do that without making it seem like it's a chore mm-hmm. for them to have to do it? Like, how do I talk to Tyler and say, hey, Tyler, we need these things done, but not be overbearing or, or or you know, come off super aggressive. Like, Tyler, man, come on, bro. You need, like, I ain't gave you a dollar for this. Yeah. I ain't give you a dollar. Like, you know, you understand what needs to be done, but how can I really get the message across where he knows, all right, I understand that this has to happen for us to get to this point. That way it'll make sense at the end. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. And that's why there's always chiefs and there's always Indians, bro. Like, everybody can't be a leader. You know, you can be a leader in your own way, but everybody yeah. can't be the top everybody guy. Can't be there. Everybody can't be the top guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody puts you in this position, like, yeah, you the, you the CEO of Spot On Sports and you have, there's there's different sections of Spot On Sports. Like, okay, social media, you got yeah. broadcast, you got this, you got you have editors. So you have to have a leader in all of those sections all of those as sections, well. Yeah. So 
just because you're not the big man on campus don't mean you can't lead in some kind of way and a lot of people want to lead all the time bro and it's just like you can't do that nah, everybody ain't born for that man yeah bro and I, I wouldn't even encourage people who aren't born for it to try it like let the leaders just be the leaders and sometimes sometimes you can be a good follower yeah like, that's the thing like be a good follower yeah too. be a good follower and and get yours, bro. And get yours. Get like, your, he, you get got yours, somebody who's bro. trying to take care of you. Yeah. Who's trying to make sure you straight. Who's trying to give you all of these things. Like, let, let that person do what they're going to do. Like, if I wasn't in this position and somebody was trying to do that, like, much like I am being a director and I'm still ahead of something, but there's somebody over me who's trying to make sure I'm straight. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let him do that. And yeah, I'm going to focus sure. on what I can focus on so that he can focus on what he can focus on and bless everybody. Mm-hmm. So, uh, last question, man, before we wrap this up. Um... Uh, what do you see spot on sports in the next three to five years? Bro? Oh, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's, that's and, and, and I'm going to go ahead and be real. Like, that's something that I believe is still in the works yeah. as we're going along because I couldn't have told you three years ago that SOS was going to be here at this point. Uh, obviously, you hope that that one person sees it and maybe we become syndicated. I, I will tell you this. My, my biggest thing I want to do is I want to get into high schools and mm-hmm. create you know, sports kind of shows or like curriculums in these high schools. Mm-hmm. Let me get that Tyler, let me get Melissa or whatever and bring them and be anchors. Like I went to Carter High School, so that's one of the schools I would like to do it at. Let me get two anchors, two reporters, one person willing to learn editing, those who see themselves being on TV, let me get them started early. Mm-hmm. And they can go out and cover the football game. They can go mm-hmm. out and cover the basketball game. The coldest part about that is their friends will see that. Oh, yeah. Like how you said when you did the Battle of the Sexes, they're going to want oh, man, let me go see my boy at this game. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to see him report. How we know all these kids weren't showing up at first, but now they're showing up because they see their friends and stuff out there, and they want to see them do well. And then what happens is we come back on Monday morning, and then, boom, we pop that into the TVs, and we show, hey, this is what happened over the weekend. Uh, Carter won 30-10 against uh, uh, North Dallas. In basketball, just just football, whatever the case is, and they like, oh man, that's oh my that's boy. my boy, that's yeah, my boy, that's my, oh, that's my girl, yeah. she doing her thing, like that's some weekly, and it creates the camaraderie within the school. The juniors and seniors have credit that they can really have, and then the best part about it is when they go out to school and they come back, they know I can go back to SOS and do some work. Exactly, bro. I can keep doing this while I'm in school learning because in college you don't, it's like two years until you get into your major. Mm-hmm. So if I can get them started early, like I think we'll be winning. So. That's kind of like the biggest thing that maybe we one day tie that into a whole entire network thing for high school kids. Like, you know, it's no telling what grows from that. Like, again, when I say I couldn't see the end of SOS, that's one of the things where I can't see five years because this is something that's totally new for me to create. Mm -hmm. You know, for even Zakari to be a part of, for you to be a part of, where it's like, this this is different. Oh, yeah. It's different than any other regular show. And that's one of the things where... I have to feel that out. I have to be a pioneer to see five years from now, this is what it looks like Mm -hmm. from five years ago. And then maybe I map that back out and then somebody else comes along and does it better than me one day. And was like, when you ask that question, hey, what do you plan on doing five years from now? They can better explain it Mm -hmm. than probably what I'm able to do right now. So uh, it's it's up in the air for me, man. It's up in the air as far as five years from now. But we're trying to make, we're trying to make yearly, yearly steps. Yeah. When a big opportunity comes up, hey, how do we get this like going? Like, one big thing we're also getting into is um, becoming a vendor for DISD and going in as a uh, spot on productions. That'll be good. Yeah, to where very good. It gives our camera and editors opportunities to get paid mm-hmm. because if these schools are calling us and we actually did a, a 
my guys did some editing for uh, Devondre in North Dallas. She's over the dance, uh, the dance department. So she came and you know they came and they filmed their stuff. And she calls me back and was like, "Hey, I want you to get on this website. It's called Our Supplier, and uh, I want you to fill out the information that's needed so you can be a vendor. That way, I can go into the school's budget and pay you from that. Mm -hmm. You set your price or whatever that is, and then other schools and stuff will call you too to come do whatever they need." And I'm like, oh, that's great. And, you know, I can say we can diverge from sports and do other things. And then when people catch on, well, what's Bottom Productions? Well, they do a whole sports thing. Yeah, bro. Really got going. Like, and that's that's how I feel, too. Like, I want to get into hosting, but mm -hmm. shit, what's going on? Nigga can't host nothing. Yeah, he can't going host on, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I want to get into, oh, yeah, we got this event here. Yeah. We want you to host. We want you to do this. Like, I... I know one of my homegirls hit me up to be a host for something, and she was like, yeah, they want you to do it over Zoom. But I had something to do. I think I had class or something, so okay. I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, back to what you were saying about reaching the youth, bro. The youth are important, because I feel like if you don't if you don't get a, catch the youth that like 14, 15, they kind of done. They, they done. done. They done. They done already caught on what they, what they really want to, and that's why I'm like, man, we grab them now. Grab all of them. Yeah, and it's imperative that you do that because if you don't, they just get sucked into the lifestyle that they know. The yeah, lifestyle teenagers that they grew are a cult. In. They follow each other. Yeah, like it's no bro. one ring leader. They just whoever latches on to this shit, they gonna oh let's all go over there. So that's why if you go into schools and you take hell, I might grab a toddler that's probably one of the coolest niggas in the damn school. Yeah, and he's and he want to fuck with sports, and I'm like, all right, bring him on, and he does his thing. What the, everybody else gonna do? Damn, T, I seen you was I doing this. I seen you, bro. How can yeah, I get bro. on, bro? How Help can I me get on. And bro, like, where can I watch you, bro? Like, exactly. they're going to want to follow that shit. And exactly. then they're going to migrate around him, and then that's when you start popping. Like, just like that. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming on, bro. I, uh, I feel it, bro. feel like this was a good this is a good convo um, that we needed to have amongst mm -hmm. us two. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Especially, like, being black, young black men trying to thrive in society. Uh, it was very good to have you on the show, man. I definitely appreciate it. So, um, you got anything else to say to people want to shout out your socials? And yeah, man. Follow Spot on Sports, man. Again, it's New Wave Sports Sweeping the Nation. We're on YouTube, Spot on Sports, Twitter and Instagram, Spot underscore on Sports. You can find us on Facebook at Spot on Sports. Uh, anybody that's out here trying to create something, that's grinding, that's trying to just get somewhere in life, uh, you got to keep going. My, my mentor, uh, Jeff Bolton, always tells me 10,000 miles. And, uh, you know, with each big step that we make, you know, we, we bring that down. I think we're at like 9,995. But I can look at that and say, at 8,000, this is how far I'm going to be. You yeah. Know, at 7,000, yeah. whatever that number is going to be. But you got to get up. You got to keep doing it. We're young. You got to put in your time. You got to pay your dues. Man. One day, at the end, I, ne I always say, God will never get us to a place and then shut the door on you. Yeah. If you're moving, if you get up every day, Tyler, and you keep doing this podcast, bro, like something is going to come out of this. It may not be what you thought. Something's going to come out of it. If you do that, that is a blessing in disguise itself. So everybody just keep pushing. And, uh, you know, I hope to see everybody at the finish line one day. Hey, man, and that's Real Rap. And this is Talk To Me, Tyler T. And I'm signing out, man.